Welcome to the podcast of New City Church. We hope this podcast inspires you on your journey of inward and outward transformation. Please join us on Sundays. You can find more information on our website, grownewcity.church. God bless you. I want you to kind of like get into this mindset of um, education and books and lessons and learnings, because the main question that Proverbs is trying to address is how do you go about teaching people to be wise? How do you teach wisdom? And, and I think that like the question is something that children have to, or, or parents have to face. Um, certainly like uh, uh, teachers have to face. I know that a lot of families this um, school year were like, uh, I, how do I teach my child to be wise? Does that mean staying home or does that mean going to school and what does that mean like how do i how do i make sure that my child gets their best bet and so this um uh yeah this question of how do we teach wisdom is on the forefront of proverbs because proverbs was written for like young leaders who were getting like uh set up to be able to work in the in the royal in royalty or in leadership or in some type of like capacity where they're going to be overseeing people. And I don't know if you've like worked with a teenager lately, <laughs> but like sometimes the neurodevelopment is not there for some of the nuance that might be required for uh, uh, this type of, of formation, for wisdom. Um, it makes me think about um, my friend who is uh, uh, my colleague, he's a chaplain. He's in charge of coming up with a spiritual care program for people who live in senior homes. And so, like, that is to say, like, his job is to train other chaplains in how to be wise. And of course, you can expect that there are some hard skills associated with being a chaplain. Here's how to fill out the paperwork. Here's how to show up for people. You know, like, it's helpful to have these kind of things. Here's how to figure out parking. But so much of what he's trying to teach are invisible, softer skills. So much of what he's trying to teach is impossible to just pass on um, form in a bulleted list kind of way. So he has to ask the question, how do you teach wisdom? And similarly, like uh, right now, like I am uh, working with other church planters to be able to train folks how to plant churches, how to start new congregations, because all the time folks are calling up New City Church and saying, how do we start another New City Church in Ohio or in Texas or in Arizona? Like, what does it look like? And so we're starting to put together, we're starting to put together these training materials. And of course, there are like hard skills associated with church planting, you know, here's how to register with the state, here's how to um, have checks and balances for how you uh, account for money so that even from the get-go you have a very accountable system, here's how to um, uh, community organize, so I have some, has some hard skills associated with it. But there's so many skills associated with church planting that is about the soft, invisible, intuitive gut level kind of skills, the kind of skills that's like you're making decisions in a moment that might make things go one way or the other, and it's not clear. So many problem-solving skills that church planters uh, can't just simply have a manual that says this is the way to do it all the time. So the question then is how to teach wisdom.
and thus introduces the Swipe Up Sermon Series. Because we believe <laughs> that we are set up more than ever through modern technology, through our ultra-busy lives, through busyness, through um, this constant consumption, to be scrolling through life instead of swiping up in life. To be scrolling through, constantly churning. For those of you not on social media, it's like this, I, uh, this like feed. <laughs> it's literally called a feed, y'all. In social media, is you're constantly consuming this endless, infinite stream of stimulation and information. It's non-stop. There is an algorithm tailored to you to make sure that you stay on this app and continue to consume and consume and scroll through and scroll through more and more and more. And yet, if our wisdom, if our goal is to understand kind of this gut level, intuitive knowing of how to be in the world, how to act out in life, sometimes we need to swipe up. Uh, for those not on social media, like when you swipe up on something, it's like that's the thing that gives you more information and gives you like a deeper dive. So it's like that's where you can actually read the article or click on the link or whatever. And so like this sermon series about this book of wisdom is all about how to swipe up in the areas of your life so that you're not just scrolling through constantly. So that you're not <laughs> just like waste your time feeding on, on constant stimulation instead of truly contemplating and praying about what it means to live a wise life. Because, I don't know, spoiler alert, you only get one life. <laughs> You only get to do this once. And unless we deep, deeply uh, reach into the depths of wisdom, we might just swipe by our entire life. And so this sermon series is going to be in three parts. We're going to talk about wisdom in life. We're going to talk about wisdom in love. And we're going to talk about wisdom in leadership. Wisdom in life, love, and leadership. Because ultimately, we believe that this is what the book of Proverbs is all about. You know, when I uh, was growing up, all throughout my childhood, I was uh, in Taekwondo, okay, made it to black belt, yep. And <laughs> um, I learned a lot from Taekwondo. Things that I distinctly remember is when we would get into sparring matches. And so it would be sparring time, and the lowest level fighters would go to one side of the room, and then the highest level fighters would go to the other side of the room. Previous, you know, during any like kind of given day during Taekwondo, we'd be learning new forms, learning new moves. As you're advancing in rank, going from white belt to yellow belt to green belt, you're learning kind of more sophisticated movements, not just like. Uh, 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 straight line things, but things that cross the body, things that involve a turn or a pivot, and things that uh, happen in the air. And so we're like learning these more and more sophisticated moves. But then comes sparring, where you're lining up from uh, the least experienced, lowest ranking sparrers to like the multiple degree black belts on the other side of the room. And we're all, and like we're given a time limit, and it's like, just go at it. <laughs> 
um, which was very helpful for a, a very hyper uh, kid, um, and as I was a, a very hyper kid, even though I definitely got beat up a lot. So the, <laughs> the point is that one of the things that I learned in sparring, even as a low-ranking sparrer, I did get better, by the way, and I did beat up some people, is that when I looked up to the highest ranking people who were sparring, to the black belts, the multiple degree black belts, I noticed that they weren't using a lot of the fancier, more sophisticated movements that uh, that we were learning through the ranks. Like, there wasn't a lot of people doing the, like, you know, like, any time that there's a martial arts movie, it's like, they do a handstand and catch someone in their legs and then flip them over and then fly through the air. Like, there was very little of that happening with, uh, with these martial men studying martial arts for their whole lives. Um, because... In martial arts, it's not just about learning more and more sophisticated movements. It's about applying basics to basic situations more and more effectively. In martial arts, mastery is mostly about the basics. It's about how well you can do a very simple punch or a very simple kick at exactly the right time. How you can train your eyes and your perception to be able to look for opportunities to be able to do these very simple things that can make a lot of difference. And it's about not just knowing when to punch, but knowing how exactly to position your whole being to be able to apply this very basic movement in a very effective way. And so in martial arts, this is more about applying the basics. And thus, the book of Proverbs. Proverbs, if you read through it, by the way, it's a very accessible read. Uh, people who are not theologically trained can, can pick up Proverbs and pretty much off the bat start to glean kind of what they're trying to get at. Because Proverbs has some pretty basic, some pretty straightforward, some pretty simple, perhaps not simplistic, but simple advice. Proverbs gives advice like, um, you know, don't make business deals when you're drunk. <laughs> like, just try. <laughs> try to, if you <laughs> half of New City Church is like, oh, I'm taking notes. No, uh, <laughs> it's like, you know, uh, uh, speak truthfully to people. When you are deciding over a case or when two people bring arguments to you, don't be biased. Just Try to, you know, like these are things that are pretty straightforward, things that are so simple that you can include them in a children's book, that you can wrap it up in some uh, bright colors and easy characters, and even children could understand it. Because Proverbs is trying to say, like, certain basics that we can put into your life that will allow you to show up wisely in the world. These are basic movements that, that you have to train your eyes to be able to apply them to just the right situation. You have to train your body so that you can throw your whole weight behind it right when you need it. These are basic, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to make a big impact in your life. And so we're going to be reading through this book of Proverbs. And a question that I have for you is, what if there is a proverb that will carry you in this next season of life? What if there is a proverb, a simple saying in the Bible, it's like less than a sentence long, fortune cookie level, that might carry you through this next season of life? 
Because isn't it true that sometimes we have to relearn basics before we make evocated solutions in our life? Okay, sometimes we need to like remember the foundations of wisdom before we can go and make some very sophisticated, interesting, swirly, fly through the air kind of things. And that's what Proverbs is all about, is about finding this one insight, this one thing that might help you. Of course, like, wisdom um, is about application of these basic things in just the right time. However, very easy to misapply basic things in the wrong time. <laughs> When you're sparring, it's really easy to punch at just the wrong time because when you punch, you extend your arm and that makes your center vulnerable. And if you miss, boo-boo, you're going to be in a world of hurt. So, <laughs> so like, it's, it's not just about when to use it, but it's also about when not to use it. Uh, we can learn Proverbs and read through this and, and get it into our lives very deeply, but it, it's just as easy to misapply these things as well. Um, I used to work in a restaurant, an Asian fusion restaurant, and um, I remember one of the waiters, like wait staff get really close to each other because we go through very stressful situations together. And uh, he was like, you know, one of the principles that I try to live my life by is everything in moderation. And I was like, wow, that's a pretty good application of a, of a simple thing that you can apply to a lot of areas in your life. Everything in moderation. I like that. And, uh, and he's like, and so uh, go on, go on, go on. We were talking about um, substance use and drugs. And um, he used a lot of drugs. And I was like, okay, so tell me more about it. And he's like, um, there hasn't been a day in the past two months where I haven't done drugs and uh, I can't get to sleep without them and I can't really like feel good about my day without them. But don't worry, Tyler. I do a different type of drug every day. So I kind of mix it up because, you know, everything in moderation. <laughs> like, ah, okay, so... So that's, that, that I think... <laughs> is illustrative of some of what we're trying to get here because some of the proverbs not gonna lie some of the proverbs are pretty problematic it's like some of these simple sayings in the bible can be easily misapplied to the wrong situation and create more harm <laughs> than if you didn't even in the first place because now you're saying that the bible says so so like with Proverbs, um, and I hope that, that you might feel inspired to start reading the book of Proverbs on, um, from the beginning of Proverbs up to chapter 20, um, which is, would be very easy for you to read through. It's like a chapter, a week, like super simple. Um, and I hope that you start to realize or start to, as, as you wade into these waters of these Proverbs, that there are definitely wise times to use this. There are definitely Proverbs that will carry you through a season. There's definitely Proverbs that will orient you towards wisdom. And then there are going to be Proverbs that are like not the right word at the right time aren't the, the message that you need to receive right now or a word that you might misapply to, uh, to the wrong situation. And this is where we start to cultivate wisdom. Um, wisdom in this, in this sense, and this is 
Tyler's definition, not uh, uh, from any any biblical sense, but, um, or I should say, this is Tyler's definition, not from a scholarly definition, but for me, like, wisdom is all about applying God's love to more and more parts of your life. Wisdom, in this instance, is about, like, how can you, like, the love taekwondo black belt move out into the world and apply love to more and more precise parts of your life at just the right moment. Um, and I think that for, for me, the challenge learning more and more sophisticated things, but rather learning that there are, there's more and more sacrifice required from applying basic truths to our life. As a follower of Jesus, uh, Jesus said, here, I'm going to boil this down for you really easy. Uh, we're, you just need to like love the Lord your God with all your strength, heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Love God, love your neighbor, love yourself. And that's pretty much it. But as a follower of Jesus, I'm realizing that I need God to make me wiser to really understand what that requires. In an age where we have international consumerism <laughs> or where like the ethical implications of so many of our actions uh, echo out into areas I need God to train me how to be wiser and wiser how to apply simple ethics of love into more and more parts of my life I need I need God's wisdom to be able to respond to situations that we've never seen before and that's what all of this sermon series is going to be about about wiping up into the areas of your life that you feel like you're stuck in, that, you're, um, that you feel like you don't have options, that you don't have a wise alternative, swiping up to really contemplate and see if that is the case. Swiping up in your love life and seeing if the way, not just romance life, by the way, but your love as in like anyone that you love, seeing if there is wisdom living in your loving relationships. Swiping up as you lead the movement as all people are called to be movement builders. And I invite you to take this wild journey with us.